Good morning, and welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullard, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. together and give God some praise. Amen. You can do better than that. Put your hands together and give God some praise. Amen. Blessings and glory and honor, they all belong to you. Hallelujah. Anybody came this evening to give God the glory? Did anybody come this evening? Because this is my fourth service today, so I ain't come to play no games. Amen. Anybody came out to give God the glory? Anybody came out to give God the honor? Anybody came out on a Sunday evening to give God the praise? When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Anybody got a hallelujah? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! As the praises go up, the blessings come down. Hallelujah! Come on, send us some praise. Let everything that happens. Praise the Lord. Praise be the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is the pastor. This is the pastor. Hallelujah! Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. For in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Truly we're grateful for the visionary of 7x7. Seven seven. Come on, let's give it up for Pastor Lewis Murphy. Amen. Come on, celebrate the visionary. For the Bible says without a vision, the people perish. I presided tonight. Amen. My friend and brother, the Pastor Ken Irby. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate God for him. And for all of these spiritual leaders, amen, that have gathered here and all the local assemblies that are represented. Come on, give yourselves a hand for being out on a Sunday evening. Amen. I'm so glad that God held the rain back. Because the forecast said it was a 40-some percent chance of rain. But I believe that God held the rain back so that we could be under this tent tonight to give God the glory, to give God the honor, and to give God the praise. Amen. I'm grateful for today's church, Tampa Bay, being in the house. Amen. Thank you so much for your prayers and your support this evening. Well, we are in the midst of consecration. Which means that this is the service that sets the tone for the rest of the week. That we come to God this first day of the week to consecrate ourselves that we might be vessels for the remainder of the week. Amen? Can I say that again? We come to consecrate ourselves as conduits. We come to consecrate ourselves as channels that the Holy Spirit can flow through for the rest of the week, that somebody's life might be changed. 
Our scripture for this evening is found in the gospel according to Matthew. Put your glasses on. Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 21. Again, that is the first book of the New Testament. The gospel according to Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through verses 21. When you have it, shall I have the word? Some of y'all didn't find it yet. Amen. Get your Bible app. Amen. Get your Bible. Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 21. When you have it, shall I have the word? Not only in my hands, but also in my heart. And it reads like this from the New King James Version of Scripture. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed, for often he falls into the fire, and often he falls into the water. And I brought him to your disciples. And they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long will I be with you? How long will I strive with you? Bring him to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus separately and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If you have faith as of a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Remove. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea to a yonder place and it shall move and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Our subject is in the last clause of verse 20. And nothing shall be impossible unto you and my subject is endless possibilities I'm a hope dealer I said endless possibilities I'm a hope dealer look at somebody and tell them I'm a hope dealer look at somebody else and tell them I'm a hope dealer that I believe in endless possibilities I am a hope dealer I didn't say don't deal. I said I am a hope dealer. People like deals. Amen. Y'all remember the popular TV show, Let's Make a, a Deal? Then they kind of brought it up and now people are watching the reruns of Deal or No Deal. Even in shopping, people are looking for a sale. A deal or a steal. Somebody just got a brand new car and they went to the car dealer. 
But I'm not talking about the TV show. I'm not talking about the dealership of cars. Neither am I talking about something that you can buy online or in the mall. But I'm talking about hope dealers. Somebody pat yourself lightly in the chest and say, I'm a hope dealer. In our text, Jesus was making his disciples. The word disciple means disciplined follower. Jesus had a whole lot of followers, but not all of them were disciplined followers. That the multitudes were thronging after him, but then there was a specific group who were disciplined followers. That they were disciples of Jesus. And many of us feel that we have graduated from discipleship because we're deacon now. But I want to tell all the deacons that you are still disciples. Some of us feel that we have graduated from discipleship because we are ministers now and we have a title in front of our name or a title behind our name. But I want to tell somebody that you're still a disciple. Hallelujah. Jesus said to go and make disciples that don't ever lose your discipleship. They might take away your title, but they can't take away your discipleship. They might take away your position, but they can't ever take away your discipleship. If you are a disciplined follower of Jesus, lift your hands up and give God praise that I am a disciple. You don't have to call me by a title. Just call me disciple. That I left everything to follow Jesus. Any disciples in the house, put your hands together and give God a praise. He was teaching his disciples how to be hope dealers. He was teaching them the power of faith. He said if you have faith as of a mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain and the mountain will move. He was teaching them to be hope dealers. He said some things only come by fasting and by praying. That if you're going to make a difference, you got to know how to have faith. You got to know how to fast and you got to know how to pray. Oh, I said some dirty words. I said if you're going to make a difference this week under this tent, you got to know how to have faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. For the person that comes to God must believe that God is and that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. If you're going to make a difference under this week, under this tent, you got to know how to pray. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, Seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. Lord have mercy. Would humble themselves and pray. Seek my face and somebody need to make a turn. Somebody needs to make a change and turn from their wicked ways. He said, Then will I hear from heaven? I will forgive their sins and I will. 
heal the land. Our land needs healing. But you got to know how to pray. You got to know how to fast. And you got to know how to have faith. Amen. Amen. Somebody shout, I'm a hope dealer. Now, this man that came to Jesus, he was hopeless. Because his son was what they called a lunatic. Which means that they had diagnosed him as crazy. He wasn't wrapped too tight. That he had been to the rubber room and the men with the white coats. He had been heavily medicated. Come on now. He said, my son is a lunatic. He throws himself in the fire. You got to be out of your mind. Amen. He throws himself into the water and almost drowns himself. And he says that I brought him to your disciples. I brought him to the people with the title. I brought him to the people that been in the church 5, 10, 15, and 20 years. And I asked them to help my son because I feel hopeless and helpless. And they were unable. Many of us are in the church, but the church has lost its power. We know how to sing, but don't have no power. We know how to dance, but don't have no power. We got on pretty clothes and nice uniforms, but don't have no power. He said, ah, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Somebody lift your hands and shout power. Somebody shout power. Power, Lord. The church needs to be empowered. But we so dignified. But we ain't got no power. Driving up in all kinds of cars. But don't have no power. Living in a new brand new house. But still don't have no power. In order for something to happen this week. I've got to activate the power of the disciples to pray, to fast, and to have faith. I preached at 2 o'clock. Wonder powers activate. Somebody lift your hand and say, Wonder powers activate. There is power, power, wonder working power. The disciples were unsuccessful. And the man that felt helpless and hopeless even felt more helpless and more hopeless. Because I've seen Jesus heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out devils and feed the multitudes. I couldn't get to Jesus, so I thought if I brought him to your disciples, those that eat with 
to those that are around you all the time that they will be able to help my son. Any parents in the house that your child needs some help, that your son, your daughter, your granddaughter, your great-grandchildren uh, need some help. Can I pray for just about 30 seconds uh, for your generation, for your seed, for your children, for your children's children, and even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I'm praying for generations that the curse might be broken and the blessing might be received. I said the curse is broken and the blessing is received. The curse is broken and the blessing is received. Put your hands together and give God a praise that the curse of drugs, alcohol, teenage pregnancy, poverty, illiteracy, that the curse is broken and the blessing, somebody shout the blessing, somebody shout the blessing, it is received. I received the generational blessing. Slip your hands up and say, I receive the generational blessing. Oh, glory to God. I feel something happening with your DNA. I feel a generational blessing. I feel something happening with your gene. That you're being regenerated. That you're being regenerated. I feel something happening with your chromosomes. I feel something happening with your name. I feel something happening with your credit. That's the curse. I said the curse is broken and the blessing is received. Can I prophesy a blessing to you? Whatever your hands touch is blessed. Wherever your feet walk is blessed. You are blessed coming in, blessed going out. You are the head and not the tail. Shout the blessing of God. The blessing of God is coming upon you and overtaking in you. We need the blessing of God to come upon us and overtake us. God, we're under this sin. Allow your blessing to come upon us. your blessing to come upon us
if they're going to come under this tent, how? Hope is pulling point number two. That when they come under the tent, hopeless, hope dealers have one responsibility, and that is to give them hope. And I'm going to give you a synonym. I used to be an English teacher in a former life. I'm going to give you a synonym for hope. Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. A synonym for hope is A synonym for hope is A synonym for hope is They're going to come under the tent Pulling point number one what? And when they get under the tent We're going to deal We're going to give them a shot. We're going to give them a shot of hope. And the hope that we are dealing. Somebody shout Jesus. Is our only hope. In the midst of a pandemic. In the midst of racial tension. In the midst of police brutality, Jesus. In the midst of unemployment, Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. As a hope dealer under this tent this week, you have one responsibility. And that is to give them. And that is in the name of and in the person of. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. In the name of every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory and honor of God the Father. If you are hoping. Don't tell them about your church hurt. Look at them. I said, they ain't going to help nobody. Don't tell them about the usher that didn't speak to you. That's not going to give them no hope. Don't tell them about so-and-so and brother so-and-so and deacon so-and-so sleeping with so-and-so. That's not gonna give them any. And don't tell me I heard that so and so was so and so, but I ain't got no time for that because I'm a hope dealer. I got one word for you, Jesus. I got one message for you, Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's all. Somebody lift your hand and say, Jesus, you are our only hope. Point number one, they're going to come under this tent. How? And as a hope dealer, you've got one responsibility, and that is to give them hope, which is synonym. Jesus is hope, and hope is Jesus. It's the same thing. And then the goal, fully point number three, is that then when they leave from under this tent, that they will be hopeful. Pulling point number three is hopeful. 
that something will happen under this tent. Once you deal them, Jesus, that will cause them to leave this tent hopeful. Like the woman at the well that went and told people and brought a whole city because she was full of hope. If they come in here hopeless and we give them hope and they leave hope full, full of hope, you don't have to worry about filling this tent the next night. They'll bring their family, their friends, their neighbors, their co-workers, their classmates to say, I went to a tent and I was hopeless. They gave me hope. And now I am hopeful. I'm not leaving this tent the same way I came. I came hopeless. They told me about Jesus and I got hope. And now I am full of hope. Oh, glory to God. Anybody full of hope this evening? Conclusion. Did any good dope dealer, I mean hope dealer, starts their product off with a tester. They throw out the tester and say, try it. And if they like it for free, they'll come back and buy it the next time. As a hope dealer, you're throwing out testing called testimony. That I tried him and I know him. I found him to be a friend. Hallelujah. I'm throwing out testers to say, have you tried Jesus? He's all right. You got to throw on some testers when they come under the tent. You got to throw on some testers. You got to tell them you're Because there is no secret what God can do. Who no oh, glory to God? Anybody got some testers on you? Hallelujah. You got them in your purse. You got them in your wallet. I remember what God did for me. I remember where God brought me from. I remember the prayers that God answered. I got a testimony. I got some testers with me that I can throw out. Everybody standing on your feet as you're able. Endless possibilities. Hope dealers. You can't get into what happened. As a hope dealer, you got to get into what can happen. Lord have mercy. You can't get into what had happened was. You got to let them know what can happen. Anybody got hope today that you can be healed? That you can be delivered? That you can be set? that you can have an awakening in your consciousness. I am a hope dealer. Come on, lift your hands where you are in this sanctuary. I came hopeless. They told me about Jesus and I got hope. Now I'm hopeful. My hope is so full that it's overflowing that I can share it with somebody else and give them a tester because my hope cup is so overflowing. 
I'm so full of hope that I'm too hopeful to be oppressed, too hopeful to be depressed, too hopeful to be stressed. I got too much hope. I'm full of hope. So much so that I can give out testers, I can give out a testimony. And listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.